Hey guys, just a quick audio note from Ella here. Um, I'm putting together the podcast for this week and I was listening back to the audio and something strange was happening with my audio in the recording of this episode and unfortunately it wasn't something that I could fix in post without going in and changing every single spot where I spoke. Um, The level seemed to change a little bit so I'll get a little loud and then quiet again for a bit. And I'm not sure what caused it, but I'm going to try to avoid it in the future. Hopefully it is not too distracting this week. And yeah, thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. What are the rest of our topics? Oh, we need, yeah. Yeah, we have not even started. (laughs) That wasn't a topic. (laughs) We haven't even started the episode yet. I'm Ella. And I'm Kate. And this is Coffee and Cryptids. Yay! Every single week I ask myself the question of whether I introduce myself here as Kate or Caitlin. Every you you say Kate. Okay. <laughs> the beauty really of being know. the editor. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you being like, have I talked about this before? And I was like, I feel like I'd remember unless it was in a That's recent. Why I asked you. Yeah. Um, should probably know. So, to start, we could just start with what we're drinking. And I'll let I, you um, go first and explain. No. <laughs> start oh at the beginning <laughs> so the people know what you've done. Okay, so I want to preface this with it's a Saturday, okay? Every, every weekend I do a close open on Friday and Saturday. And... I was at work at 8.30 this morning, and I closed at 11.30. I am tired. I had only one Red Bull earlier during my shift. But then I got off work, and I bought another one. And then I didn't drink it on the way home. Like I said, I was going to. I drink it when I got home. And then I remembered that I was supposed to make coffee for this. So I've just finished a peach Red Bull, which is the best one. And now I have another cup of coffee that's just drip coffee with honey in it because it's cold. So we'll see if Kate's heart explodes during this. I probably won't. This isn't the worst I've done to myself even this week. But <laughs> oh, God. I wasn't recording the last time I did this. So. <laughs> um, I had a coffee. I On my way home, I stopped and got an eggnog latte. And um, then I, I finished it a while ago. So now I'm drinking water. And then maybe later I'll switch to wine, you know? The real trifecta. I bought, I have some wine and then I bought, I found some new flavors of Trulies today. Mm. The tropical ones. I haven't had them. So maybe when you swap to wine, I'll swap to those. Maybe. Um, last night, maybe I'll swap when you start telling me. I don't know. I haven't really decided yet because I don't know what I'm doing for dinner yet. Um, Neither do I. But... I cooked for the dog, but I haven't cooked for me. <laughs> Um, but, oh, last night I went and I got peppermint schnapps and a bottle of Bailey's, which I would like to preface as an adult, I don't think I've ever bought myself, bought like a bottle of Bailey's myself. Like I've had Bailey's, but it's always been other people's. Bailey's is expensive. Really? It I was like, bought it either. It was like $25 for the bottle. How big of a bottle? 
like normal sized oh my god yeah i didn't get like a giant bottle or anything yeah and then so then i got peppermint schnapps and then i was making spiked hot chocolate last night that sounds so good it was really good i'm upset that i wasn't there i haven't had the first time i got blackout drunk it was on peppermint schnapps i um, i don't think i've ever really drank peppermint schnapps that isn't out of a mixed drink because originally i've only ever done shots <laughs> it tastes like toothpaste it's awful yeah i mean i did a shot by myself last night so <laughs> but i um well i wanted this the the smirnoff peppermint which is the one that comes in like the big peppermint bottle and it's like a scratch and sniff and it's vodka and it's the best peppermint vodka in the world um and so anytime that something's called for peppermint in a drink i always use that and i used to make i say used to i'll do like a half and half shot of the peppermint vodka and the baileys and i call them andy's mint Ooh. shots I'm sure I'm not the first to come up with this, but I call them Andy's Mint Shots because they taste literally exactly like an Andy's Mint. That does sound so much better than just peppermint schnapps by itself. They're very good. When I was in Pittsburgh, um, Katie was making us these key lime pie shots that were Ooh. so good. They were like rum chata, um, oh, what is it? Uh, whipped cream vodka, lime juice... And maybe just those three, but they were really good. That's one thing I think I really miss about going out is that, like, none of my friends really have, like, a liquor cabinet. Like, mm. Haley and Joe kind of do, but they mostly just, like, keep tequila, rum, and vodka. Like, they, it's not a whole lot. Um, so mostly we just drink wine or I drink a vodka cranberry or something. Yeah. I haven't, like, had a good shot in a while. Once I started drinking wine more regularly, like, I don't i don't really buy any sort of liquor like i used to keep rum in the house because i really liked rum and dr pepper that that was my drink i don't even do that anymore it's just expensive it's so expensive to enjoy liquor what are we looking at one of the neighborhood cats must have walked by the window something went by outside and it freaked me out anyway <laughs> um but yeah, so if you come here in January, we can do spiced. We can do spiked hot chocolate. Yes. Assuming I have any I babies left, because I used a lot. I tried that night. red wine hot chocolate last year. Me too. The it was all right. I thought about buying the stuff to do it again this year, but I don't think I would actually make it again to drink because I didn't like it that much. Yeah. So I actually. But- I take that back. It was no, it would have been like last February because it was when my friend Rose vis- visited, um, and she had brought like as sort of like a thanks for having me type gift. She had brought like this wine, this red wine that was like in a jug, like it was like one of the ones where it was in a jug and it had like the tiny little handle, mm-hmm. and it was very 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 sweet. Mm-hmm. So it worked really well with the hot chocolate for me because I don't like bitter things. Same. Um, that was what we did. I, it honestly might have been a year before last, but it was around like Christmas time, so it doesn't matter. But we did like a like a Christmas joint Friendsgiving type thing, and one of Joe's friends brought the wine, and he brought some red wine, and no one wanted it. So I was like, <laughs> we, we can make hot chocolate with that. Yeah, there you go. I don't know like almost anyone who drinks red wine. 
Like, I know, I know maybe old ladies two people. that drink red wine. Like, my stepdad drinks it, and I think Christian drinks red wine. Christian loves bitter wines, like dry wines. Well, always, we went to, <laughs> me, him, and Katie, there was this, like, it's, it's not a wine bar. It's, like, a little bar, but they mostly serve, like, fancy beers and wines. And me, him, and Katie would go, a couple, like, every couple weeks and one time we literally all ordered something. I actually think we ordered like beers instead of wine, but we all ordered something and like Katie's was too sweet or and Christian's was something. And so we ended up just literally rotating them around the table <laughs> and drink each other's. <laughs> I mean, make it work. That's the beauty of going out with other people. If you don't like it, just swap. <laughs> just pass it around. It'll be all right. Somebody will drink it. <laughs> Alcohol was not even on my topics today, so yeah. I we took a pretty big detour. <laughs> Shocking. That never happens here. We are adults. We are drinking legally. It's fine. Kitties at home. Drink legally. I don't know. Um, but my actual topic. So the first one is because you mentioned it and you were like, oh, we, I wish we'd watched this earlier so we could have talked about this on the pod. Well, guess what? It's December 5th and we're recording and that gives us the right to talk about a Christmas movie now. Exactly. So earlier this week we watched Krampus. And it was amazing. It was like, it was pretty good. It was very fun. It was so much better than anything I was expecting. And I wasn't necessarily expecting it to be bad. But, like, I had a great time. Yeah. I think I was expecting it to take itself more seriously than it did. Like, it still took itself kind of seriously, but not, like, it it knew it was a PG-13 Krampus movie. (laughs) Yeah. It was just serious enough that you bought it and you were invested, but Um, it was still so much fun. Yes. But the monsters were were very good. The monsters were so fun. Were so good. Like, the design of them... The execution, everything. The little gingerbread men. I <laughs> I was obsessed. That was so funny. It was so good. The, the moment. The clown thing. The the mouth the on the mouth. clown. Oh. God. The way that it like, it didn't just like unhinge. Like it went into different pieces when it opened. Yeah. And then the face just came back to like the doll clown. Thing. Like it split like a snake. Because it was supposed to be like a snake. So it makes sense yeah. that it split. That's how snakes can like open their mouth so wide is their jaw or their like lower mandible their lower mandible their mandible <laughs> splits down the middle um and then obviously they can also hinge their jaw but anyway and the mo- the moment when um <laughs> it's tony clat right yeah i always get her name wrong when tony clat is like trying to save the kid and she's looking up the the fireplace and the little gingerbread man is just like like her brain breaks and just tony collette like oscar worthy acting in this just like screaming and losing her mind over this little gingerbread man no one else was matching her energy no they weren't no one is ever on her level but like especially in this and the one shot when they're up in like the attic and they're all fighting with one of them. And then Adam Scott goes, oh, bear. <laughs> <laughs> the evil teddy bear is there. It's so good. 
so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Oh man. And then I don't know what I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting from the ending, but I kind of was pleasantly surprised because I was sort of all all the way from the beginning. As soon as the sister was the first one to go, spoilers. As soon as the f- sister was the first one to go, um, I was like. Okay, so this is probably going to be like, he's going to wake up and it's a dream or somehow everything gets restored and nobody died. Um, yeah. And then when it like bait and switched you at the end, I was really impressed. Yeah. And it was like an open sort of bait and switch too. Like, I feel like movies like that, if you try to explain too much, you lose it. Yeah. And they just did not explain No, anything. they didn't. And it worked so well. It was, it was there good. There was no exposition. There was no explanation except for the one nice little animated break. Oh yeah, that was surprisingly well done so too. Good. Yeah, um, it reminded me of the like animated break in whichever Deathly Hollows it was that had that. Um, which I only bring up because comparing it to a Harry Potter level animation, <laughs> like, um, but yeah, uh, what was I? What was, what was the other thing I was gonna add? I don't know. It's gone. It's Very good movie. If you haven't seen Krampus, please watch it. Yes. The Krampus Carol of the Bells at the end. That was what I was, was going to say. That, yes. Just fantastic. And, the, way, and the, the two monsters that were like cast as themselves. Yes. I still want to know what that was about. <laughs> Wildest part of the movie was the credits. <laughs> Truly. They go so fast. Oh. Um... And then the other thing is, you have you seen these? I mean, I'm sure you have because they've been everywhere. These monoliths that are finding up, that are popping up. Yes, I have not looked into them, but I've seen them like on my timeline. Yeah, so there's like I'm looking at an NPR article right now because of course I am. Um, and there's like three of them now as of Thursday. So there was one in Utah. Mm-hmm. There was one in Romania. And now there was one in California. Hmm. And so everybody's jumping to aliens. I mean, why not, right? The cynic in me feels like it's going to be some sort of weird marketing ploy or like an art installation. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, sure. Why not? Why not aliens? Why not? It... Weirder things have happened, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, and the California one got pulled down, like, immediately by Trump supporters <laughs> who were like, we don't want illegal aliens from Mexico or space. What? <laughs> Which, while very there racist, are, is objectively hilarious. Existence as a human being, where I'm like, yeah, if some other entity blows up this planet, that's fair. This is one of them. Uh, yeah, so they like <laughs> they tore it down and replaced it with a cross. <laughs> and as they did it, they chanted like. Christ is king and make America great again. 
And the cross was also immediately taken down. <laughs> but we live in a society. We're living in a bad SNL sketch. <laughs> that w- it's one of those like that's after Weekend Update and it just won't end. Literally. <laughs> like somebody get him to shut up already. I'm tired. <laughs> Oh, the world is a nightmare. It's like the Californians where it kept coming back for some reason, even though nobody really enjoyed it. <laughs> Sorry, Bill Hader. <laughs> Sorry, John Mulaney. The Californians was bad. <laughs> Every day I am plagued with the memory of Jeremy Renner doing a Californian sketch. Oh, my God. Every day, Every day I'm plagued with Jeremy Renner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Do you want to get to it? Do you want to just get started? Uh, Take it away. What state are we on? We are on Georgia. Woo. Which means that this is going to be sort of a mess of a handful (laughs) of things that I found that I didn't know about, that I'm really shocked I didn't know about, and then just some other things that I think are interesting. But I don't have, but there aren't a ton of information on because uh, all of the stuff I really know about, we already talked about when I talked about the stuff that I know. Well, it's really your show, man. You just, you do whatever you want to do. Woo! Okay, I'm going to start with the short ones, and we're going to knock those out. Um, There is one singular account um, of what they're calling the Georgia Raptor. I'm listening. Exactly the type of Raptor you think it is. My eyes are open. (laughs) There was this guy in 2008 says he was out with his granddad he was 18 years old they were out hunting or something i didn't see a location on it so i don't know where they were here but um just out walking around and they start hearing these weird noises and he said he couldn't if he tried to describe what kind of noise it was he wouldn't be able to just that they were weird noises and they got really loud at one point granddad stops him and is like wait and there's this shuffling in a bush and out walks something about 150 yards away from them that looks like a raptor from Jurassic Park. How he described it. Secret and dinosaurs. Says, hmm? Secret dinosaurs. Secret dinosaurs. He said that they stood there and they recognized it. Cause, you know, like they got the legs and they're little. And they recognized it as something that could move fast. So they were like, we're just not going to run. And they just stood really still. And eventually it went on its way. And they booked it home. And that's the only account. It's from some guy on Blogspot. I didn't write down the source on that, but <laughs> I believe him. I... There is a whole website dedicated to raptor sightings. I believe him. I, I believe w- I them. Hope... <laughs> I hope we have them here. Ghost sightings? Eh. Raptors? I believe you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dinosaurs are absolutely out there. Maybe they're in the woods behind my house. Who knows? Who knows? I'll just go wander around some woods and call for them. <laughs> I'm sure they'll respond. <laughs> like dogs. <laughs> Raptor. Raptor. They'll be like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> Imagine. Imagine if it was like that scene in Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> Ellen. Ellen. <laughs> It is the most ridiculous story, and there's no sourcing on it. It's just on a bunch of touristy websites, but I thought I would throw it out there. That 
apparently there's like a thing about the marta being haunted that's just like the it's like the public transport system for atlanta oh okay um but the marta system there's like there's buses and there's a little like not necessarily like a subway thing but there's a little type train thing that only stops in like four places whatever the marta some guy named david hurt in the 80s was on his way home from stone mountain because what else do you do in georgia um and he was sitting on the marta and he looked to his side and there was a dark-haired man in a black suit he was sitting on there with him and he like saw him out of his periphery and then when he turned around there was no man there hmm that's the story and <laughs> that's the whole story sure <laughs> on, like every georgia tourist website <laughs> um when i was looking at reddit threads on this there's one entire thread about just like weird stuff that's happened in georgia cryptids haunted stuff and one response on it is some guy just says someone saw werewolves at stone mountain last week sure and there's like nine responses that are like yeah yeah sure (laughs) sure Werewolves at Stone Mountain. Why not? What are the other short films I have? Oh! Um, so there's a concert venue. This one was cool to me because I've been to this place like a lot of times. Um, it's called The Masquerade. It's in downtown Atlanta. It's any punk band that was going to stop in Atlanta in the 2000s played The Masquerade. I've seen so many people there. But um, it. I knew that there was, like, some stories of it being haunted or whatever. I did not know that there is some sort of, like, local legend around there being vampires there. Oh. One vampire. Oh. And nobody knows where it started. Nobody knows where this idea came from. Uh, Just that there's some tall man that people will see walking down the halls. uh, Footsteps and cold spots, which I don't see how relates to vampires or whatever. And then sometimes, like, electrical equipment or, like, sound equipment or stuff will just be, like, turned over for no reason. And we blame it on a vampire. And it is such a popular thing that there are, like, yearly, like, huge role-playing events at the masquerade for, like, vampire enthusiasts. Interesting. And I didn't know anything about this. Huh. I saw some link somewhere that was like vampires in Georgia and I clicked it and there was a sign for the masquerade and I was like, hold on. (laughs) Just a moment. Maybe one day, next show I go to there, gonna find a vampire. I'll, um, I hope you will. (laughs) (laughs) We'll manifest it. Ghost car. Oh! I did. I literally just have one note that says "ghost car." Oh, okay. I let me send you this link. Okay. Because there's not a ton of information on this. Most of it just comes back to just this one video. It's in Garden City, Georgia. I what's the year date on this? I'm not sure what year this was, but I swear I've seen this like ages ago. Um. It's a video of, like, police car footage. Oh, okay. Uh, like, the dash cam or whatever. It's, it's like, a minute and a half, two minutes of footage, but most of it is just them chasing this car 
down the road, the car like swerves and spins and fishtails and does all of its car stuff. And then towards the end, they get to kind of like a dead end area. And there's this moment where like the car takes a sharp turn and the dash cam kind of loses it for a second before the police car turns. And then when you see it again, there's this huge fence that's on the side of the road. And there's only, it's like a two second break. Like it's not very long, but it's long enough that the car is out of your sight for a second before they turn. And there's a huge fence and the police car pulls right up to the fence and the fence isn't broken, but the car is on the other side of it. Hmm. And it just drove like, it didn't like go around. Like it took a really hard turn. Yeah. Uh, let me send it to you. You can skip to like the last 15 seconds or so. But I knew I'd seen this before and I don't think I knew it was in Georgia. Oh. This happened. And there's really no explanation for it. Some people have looked into it and tried to figure out what happened. Like the this one whole team did like a their investigation into it. They tried to like jump the fence. They tried all kinds of stuff. And I don't think they figured out how it happened. How that car got on the other side of the fence. And they, then they just lost it after that. It was gone. The car never it kind of goes down the street and it's swerving oh, and people other people see it like there's one moment yeah. where it kind of goes towards some pedestrians and they jump back um so other people see it it's not just on the camera it's not just in the dash cam but um it never really hits anything like it doesn't collide with much it jumps a few curbs or something oh interesting right it's just on the other side of the fence. Yeah. Huh. That's that's so strange. I think it's neat. I don't know what to make of it. <laughs> Me either, honestly. <laughs> and from what I can tell, nobody's debunked it. If somebody has, and whoever's listening knows that, then I would love to hear the story, but I couldn't find anything where anyone had debunked it. It's just, we're calling it a ghost car. <laughs> the fact that there's like so much footage too because there's like it's a two minute clip but there are bits where like it kind of cuts to the next thing the car is doing or they speed it up yeah so that you're not just following through like so long of just them chasing this car but there's like a good bit of footage wild Weird. moving on the thing <laughs> I asked you about I can't believe I've never talked to you about Lake Lanier it there's, like, ideas that it's haunted, I guess. Some people say they see, like, a woman in blue or things like that. And I guess it's not really cryptid either. It's just weird. Um, a lot of people die on Lake Lanier. Ah. It's a big lake up above Atlanta. Um, but it's a... What I like most about it. Not, like, sad. It's awful. But it was... <laughs> It's a man-made lake, and okay. they built it in the 1950s, and I think it was just to manage, like, flood control and stuff. The U.S. Army built it or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, it took five years, and it some, uh, took five years. It spans 50,000 acres, and in when they were, like, buying up the land to make it or whatever, they displaced a whole bunch of families, businesses, and a bunch of cemeteries. Or just left there. Ooh. And there were there was at least one point where they were filling it and a dam broke and it went into 
a piece of a city that was not meant to be flooded. But the craziest thing is that when these people left the town, the places they bought up for it, they didn't like demolish anything. So there are just like literal ghost towns all over the bottom of this lake. No. Just complete structures and businesses and houses and neighborhoods and cemeteries and everything that are just there. That makes me at the bottom. That would make me want to like scuba dive in that lake. There is one quote from a scuba diver that he says you reach out into the dark and you feel an arm or a leg that doesn't move. Is his account of like the weird things. And I I've never been sure like that quote just gets thrown out here and there and I don't know if he's talking about like ghost things or if he's talking about finding bodies. There yeah, like are there or what he's talking about. There've been cemeteries that the ones a lot of the ones that they like when they were buying up the land, they relocated the bodies. Mm-hmm. But there have been other ones that they didn't know were there or that were not flooded on purpose. Yeah, that was going to be my next question was Just like. Cause, full of bodies down there. Yeah. Still makes me want to go scuba diving there, but yeah. I'm a freak. so I would rather you not die. Um, has anybody died scuba diving down there? I don't know about scuba diving, but since it was built in the 50s, there have been 675 deaths on Lake Lanier. Hmm. I have a lot of questions. Although, that's almost 100 years. I guess. It's 2020. So if it was built in the 50s, yeah. then that's like, what, 60 years? 70 years? So that's not that huge in 70 years, but... Are they dying in, like, boating accidents or... It's just et cetera accidents. Interesting. A lot of people go missing. They Like, there's been 675 confirmed deaths, but a lot of them, they never found the body. Interesting. They're just gone. Um, It does kind of make sense that if there's, like, whole ghost towns down there, it's going to be hard to drag that lake. Yeah. Um, But at the same time... Bodies tend to float. So. And there's been a lot of them there. They don't go to Lake Lanier. I went there once when I was a kid. But I, my family's never been one where we really got in the water. So there was nothing. Nothing too terrifying that happened to me. I survived, obviously. Next, I have... I've never heard of this one, but we have our own version of Nessie. Oh. Which is on brand for me. <laughs> um, It's not the called the Altamahaha monster. We call her Alti for short. But um, when you Google, like, Georgia cryptids, she's more or less all that comes up. Um, she's just kind of a sea monster. She's described as a mix between a crocodile, a sturgeon, and a seal over 30 feet long hmm. uh, with two humps at least five feet apart, and she's green. Ooh. A lot of the paintings and, like, drawings and depictions of her that I've seen, though, like, she's always described as green, but then in the painting, she's, like, a blue or a gray. Looks very Nessie, very dinosaur, very sea monster. She's cute. Um, she's got the front flippers and no back limbs, so she swims like a dolphin. There have been, the first account was in the 20s, 1920s. Some timbermen saw a large snake-like monster in the water. Um, and then in the 19, in 1935, some hunters see a giant snake, forties, boy scouts see her fifties. Some people from a prison saw her, um, in the eighties, some guy 
claimed that he saw her like stranded on a mud bank. Hmm. And he didn't help her. Well, she was just lying there, struggling around, but well, she got free eventually. Oh, okay. Um, so there have been a whole bunch of sightings since the 20s. A lot of the accounts give different sizes, which a lot of people take to mean that there she might not be alone. Oh. There might be multiples. Fun. She might be on her own. But um, in 2018, uh, do you remember that video... Or the pictures or whatever that went around Twitter of that thing that just washed up on a beach. And they said it was a whale, but it definitely didn't look like a whale. Wait. Say, the, from when? Um, I don't remember when this was. Was this, w- do you mean like the story I told you? Uh, which story? Don't. Say that whole sentence again. <laughs> do you remember... It was a couple of years ago. I don't remember exactly what it was, but there were some stories that went around Twitter. Oh. Some pictures that went around Twitter. No. Of it, that thing that washed up on a beach. No, it sounded like the, it's, I, it sounded like the thing I told you about in California. That they oh, said it was no, a whale, no. but it did not look like a whale. Um, oh, no, I don't remember this. This was in like, I don't remember where this was. It was in like China or something. Interesting. Like it wasn't okay. US. But something just washed up on a beach. And they said it was a whale, but it definitely wasn't a whale. It looked like a sea monster. There are some pictures from a Georgia beach in 2018 that look like that. Oh. It looks like a whole Nessie on the beach. Interesting. And there are photos of it that someone took, and I'm not sure who took them. But um, by the time, I guess, anyone who would care to like investigate it showed up. I guess whatever remains were there had been swept back up and taken back into the the lake or whatever. But wild. A lot of people think it could have been her. Wild. I hope it's not because I hope she's not dead. Yeah, or me too. Although there, there might be multiple. Yeah. Yeah, there could be a whole bunch of them living there. It's a really big. I don't remember if it's a river or lake. I want to say it's a river. Um. It's really big. So, like, theoretically, there could be a bunch of them. And it's not in any, like, big city-type area. So it would make sense that, like, someone would just see it and take a picture. And then by the time anyone who would know what to do with it got there, it was gone. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. That's Altie. <laughs> I love That's her. That's cousin. I love her. I think she's great. On Peachtree Street in Atlanta. I don't know if I've... I don't think I knew about this. I don't think I've been to this hotel. But um, on December 7th in 1946. So we're almost on their anniversary of this happening. Oh. Um, this hotel is supposedly very, very haunted. Uh, because it was... it was It's made out of brick and stone. And for some reason, the city decided that it was fireproof. <sighs> Which is never a good sign. Uh, decided it was fireproof despite there being no sprinkler system, no fire escapes, no emergency exits of any kind. The city was like, that building's not going to burn. So guess what happened? It burned. The building burned. <laughs> it was <So> Titanic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they call it the Titanic on Peach Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else are you going to call it? Because it's this huge hotel. Um, 
and so it catches fire and the police department get there really fast not the police department fire department get there really fast but it's huge and their ladders only went up about eight stories and the safety nets only caught only would like safely catch people jumping from about 70 feet so it really didn't do much and they couldn't really get anybody out and 119 people out of the 280 that were there died holy shit dude (laughs) so um supposedly very haunted what the fuck yeah i'd haunt their asses too right what the fuck um people say they hear disembodied footsteps there are strange orders oh strange odors and the the calling card that the hotel really harps on is mysterious faces that can be seen screaming from the windows from outside yeah (laughs) yeah it's really like that's horrific decided we curse here right oh yeah i was just saying what the fuck it's really fucked up yeah (laughs) yeah because like there were parents there that were like throwing their kids out first and like it was so high up like the safety nets couldn't do anything and yeah that's so there are some people who think the hotel did it on purpose I don't know why. I don't know why a hotel even in the 40s would do that. Yeah. I don't know what it was like in the 40s. I um, I think my, like, I just don't want to believe that that's true. Yeah, I would hope not. I think it was more just they didn't want to pay to install the fire safety things, and it came back to bite them. Yeah. Real bad. Yeah. Um, um, but that's supposedly haunted. Very haunted. Woof. Bleeding walls. All right. Walls that are bleeding. This was, <laughs> I'd never heard of this before, and this was my favorite one that I found, and I'm very excited to tell this one. This was in uh, September 8th, 1987, so really not even that long ago. Yep. Not long enough for it to be, like, some weird wives' tale story that just gets passed down, like, 87. This is on record. So, September 8th, 1987, this lady named Minnie, Minnie Winston, she's taking a shower, and she comes out of her shower, and she notices that there are blood stains on the floor. Hmm. And so she's like, oh my god, where are there blood stains? She goes and gets her husband, and they figure it out, and they're trying to investigate it, and they can't figure out where the blood's coming from, and they, they just don't know. So they think it, there's maybe some kind of rodent in the house that's bleeding. I don't know. William found blood seeping almost everywhere in the house. It was on the walls in most rooms and in narrow, inaccessible crawl spaces in the basement. Like, so many walls in this house just had blood coming from them. Which is terrifying in and of itself. But, so they call the police, right? Yeah. (laughs) They call the police and they have the police come in because they're like, there's blood in our walls. And the police do a sweep. They don't find any rodents. They don't find any sort of source for any of this just that there are blood in the walls they take it back to the lab and they test it and it is not rodent blood it is human blood what the fuck it tests in a lab human blood that's some and it is it's type o and both of them um both of them are type a so it's human blood that doesn't belong to either of them and that was all the answer they had. They swept this house so many times, could not find any 
nobody had any idea where this was coming from. What? <laughs> several, several years later, like they left this as a cold case. They were just like, we, we don't know. Several years later, somebody comes by, uh, comes by the case and he did an interview with Minnie and Minnie was like really adamant that it was just rust and water. That yeah, there were like rusty pipes and stuff, but like, I mean, I guess the things you have to tell yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Georgia State Crime Lab, like the Georgia State Crime Lab confirmed this was human blood and nobody knows where it came from, why it was there, why it was in- every wall in this house. That's horrifying. It was like, not just one spot. There were some, like, newspapers or something, or theory by the police. They thought maybe <laughs> theory by the police was that it was some, like, attention grab, that the, the couple wanted attention from their kids. They wanted to get their attention somehow. Which, even then, if it was, it... Where did they get that blood? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That should just lead to more questions. Yeah. It's not an answer. <laughs> no. That's horrifying. Is it? It's terrible. I hate that. Like, imagine. That's I hate, like I hate that a lot. You know, like that episode of SpongeBob where they're like the walls. I was literally gonna say that is some <laughs> the hash slinging slasher man in Georgia. What was that? Was that when we were watching Krampus that you could kept comparing everything to SpongeBob? <laughs> it's like that episode of SpongeBob where I was like, stop. SpongeBob a lot. Stop it. Watch the movie. And aside, but did you see my Instagram story from last night? The one with my sister? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I walked in the door last night and she is staring at me. And I was like, what? And she's like, I was just in here and I took a bath and I did a face mask and I come in here to relax and watch an episode of Spongebob. And then Squidward walks out. And I like fell over. I was laughing so hard. I had to like kind of like the green face yeah. everything. Like, I had to double back on the story because I saw it and then I was like, is that like is that like a celebrity's photo she shared or something? Because I just didn't my brain didn't come my brain did not process it. I was like, oh that must be her sister. I just came home last night at midnight. After working a nine-hour shift, and that was the first thing I was greeted with. <laughs> I mean, pretty great, if you ask me. Honestly, a stellar into my night. Oh. But, um, yeah, everything loops back to SpongeBob. Uh, it really the does. Walls will ooze typo human blood. <laughs> Nosferatu. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That is all I have. Georgia. What a state. What a gal. Georgia, Georgia on my mind. I still can't believe you've never heard The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. I'm going to have to listen to that song one day. See, I when you were saying that, I was just thinking of the Vance Joy song. Also fair. Also because he song. says, singing Georgia on my mind. Oh, no, I was. But I, I didn't know. That he was talking about when he said. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. I just didn't know. I didn't know he was referencing something. I thought he was just singing about Georgia. Oh. 
about Blorja. About Blorja. She's beautiful. She's so pretty. She got us that iris cutter. Her in Pennsylvania. She really did. Georgia is a female, but Pennsylvania's a dude. You know what I mean? I can agree with that. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the non-binary states are. I haven't put a lot of thought into this. I was just thinking it, and I was like... Montana. (laughs) I was just thinking, I would not refer to Pennsylvania as she. No, Pennsylvania's a guy. Yeah. He's up there. He's up there doing his thing. Florida's down here doing her thing. So that was Georgia. What a what a wonderful wild state. That has dinosaurs. Georgia has dinosaurs. I can't believe that I've I'm just learning that Georgia has dinosaurs. I'm just learning that Georgia has dinosaurs. I've lived here my whole life. Incredible. Incredible. Um yeah. What uh, what is what is next week? I don't know. Hang on, I'll look because it's my turn. So. Yeah, I have no idea. Georgia's the only G state, right? I think so. I never remember what order the states are in. I'm Hawaii, sorry. maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah, next is Hawaii. That'll be oh, fun. Oh, look at me go. Good job. That'll be fun. Um. Yeah. So we'll do that next week. I don't know. We'll you know it's it's you know. <laughs> I haven't even started drinking. It's been a very long day. I'm very, very tired. Um, But yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. We did pass, um, by this point, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be much different, but we did pass today. Literally, I checked today. um, And we passed 230 downloads, which I believe just means. Yes, I I hadn't told you yet because I literally noticed it right before we started. Um, Nice. And, which I believe just means like listens, like not actual physical downloads, um, which is super cool. Like that's insane. That that like, is more friends than either of us have. So it's not yeah. just people we've bullied into this. Yeah, and I mean it's it's you know re-listens. Like it's people who are coming back each week. But yeah. um, still, that feels very high for you know. Yeah. Which is cool. So uh, cool. I'm glad that people are enjoying this. Um, if you haven't yet, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. It's at Coffee Cryptids. Um, yeah, and, you know, we'll be back next week talking about Hawaii. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, yeah, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Unbelievable.